We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. So what happens when your world literally stops? What do you do when suddenly everything you thought you'd do today, tomorrow, next week, or next month is absolutely not possible? What would you do and how would you handle that? This is something that's been on my mind with the situation in the Ukraine, and I have to say my heart goes out to absolutely everyone involved in that terrible conflict. And it's also something that came home a little closer to me recently when my world stopped for a while. And with that, I want to welcome you to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. I'm sorry it's been such a break between episodes, but I have been on a bit of an enforced sabbatical myself because about six weeks ago, my world stopped. So how did my world stop? Well, early in the morning of Thursday, 27th of January, I was on my way to my morning yoga class and I'd just taken our dog Lucy out for her first walk of the day when I thought, I'll just take that bin out to the street to get it emptied before I go to yoga. Little did I know what I was about to do. So I put Lucy back inside our garden gate and then I just turned really quickly, pivoted really quickly on my left foot to go towards the bin. And then the next thing you know, I was lying flat out on our concrete driveway in some of the most excruciating pain I've ever experienced in my life. So what had happened was we'd had rain over the few days before and some sand and dirt had collected at the bottom of our our driveway and somehow in that pivot my feet just slipped and it felt like my feet had been swept out away from underneath me and before you knew it I was on the concrete and let me tell you my hip and my elbow did not make friends with that concrete it was really really bad I couldn't move a muscle so the next half hour or so after that happened was a complete blur, but I, as I got help from my neighbours, my family, and then the ambulance came. So I was whipped off to hospital and I spent the rest of the day in emergency, only to find out that I had fractured my pelvis in two places and broken my elbow and torn tendons away from my elbow, all from an attempt to take out the bin. I, I couldn't believe it. So I had surgery on my elbow two days later, and I left the hospital nine days later, only when I was able to walk again. I didn't have to have surgery in my pelvis, thank heavens, as it was was what is now called a stable fracture. And I am so grateful to my amazing surgeon and all of the nurses and staff who, who looked after me, especially because we're still experiencing COVID here in Queensland. So this week is six weeks ago since that accident happened. In fact, it's six weeks ago today that I'm recording this. So I felt I really wanted to say hello and to share about what can happen when this very comfortable little Western lifestyle that we can lead, what happens when, it, when, when our life as we know stops in a flash 
So what do we do and what can we take from something like this? So I think I'm sure I've shared this with you before on the podcast, but I'd like to share it again. I believe that there are no such things as accidents. And I also strongly believe everything happens for us, not to us. So with those two thoughts in mind, I have taken some time to really think about what happened and to more importantly, think about what I can take from the situation. And what I have to say, though, before I go on is that I have to say I am really, really grateful that no one else was physically involved in my accident. No one was hurt or injured as a result of this. But it did take a toll on my husband, my family and my friends, but at least no one else was physically injured. So as I've been recovering over the last few weeks, I've been really thinking about what this accident was all about, why it actually happened now and what learnings I can take from it. So why did this accident happen now? I guess there's no good time for any accident, is there? But I feel for right now, this accident was ultimately about getting me to slow down. And obviously, I needed something pretty big to make me take time out from my normal routine of doing, doing, doing. So I, and I think really it was about slowing down so I could drop more into a space of just beingness to think about how I'm living my life. And it was kind of interesting because I'd taken some time out in January. I'd taken specifically taken some time off to, to do all of this thinking. And even though I'd taken that time out and really focused on slowing down, I got a very official stop sign from the universe to really stop. And I have to say that, you know, in terms of slowing down, it was the ultimate in slowing down because when you can't walk and you only have the use of one hand, your world slows down a lot. I had to take stock, I had to stop and I had to take stock and I had to receive because there was nothing else that I could do. So in terms of why it happened right now, I'm still really in the contemplation zone about that, but I've got a few thoughts that I'll share with you, more with you as I go. But I do have to say, I think, while there's never a good time for an accident, I can see now why this happened at this time. So with that, you know, if, it's, if, there, are no, if there are no accidents and these things happen for us, I guess the next question for me was, well, what can I take from this? What are some of the lessons that I can, can take from this situation? And there are a lot of lessons that I've got so far, um, and there'll be heaps more to come. But some of the big takeouts that I thought I'd love to share with you, um, well, there's a range of things. But the first one was was about really choosing my response to the situation. And I have to say that everything I've spoken about on this podcast in the last couple of years in terms of you know choosing your response and managing your frequency and your vibration and your emotion and choosing your mindset – this all absolutely had to come to the fore when this accident happened for me. It was a huge shock for me and my family and friends. None of us could really believe the pain and the extent of my injuries from such a simple turn of events. But it happened. So this really was a chance for me to choose how I was going to handle the situation. So there were a lot of things that I could have chosen. I could have chosen anger at myself, at the rain, at the driveway or the bin or the situation. Or I had a choice to really choose another path, which was to be much, much more accepting and allowing of what had happened. And that really led me to lesson number two, which is really about the power of the frequency of accepting and allowing. Now, I've, I've spoken about this a lot, a lot on this podcast, and I'll put a link to previous epi a previous episode about that in, in the blog to the podcast. But I guess what I really wanted to say was that 
you know, understanding, even understanding the idea of accepting and allowing was a huge gift for me in all of this because I had a tool that I could pull out of my tool, tool belt when something like this happened. Because when the accident happened, I had a lot of plans that just like me were flattened in an instant. That very morning, I was off to the yoga studio to promote my next women's retreat. I, I couldn't believe the timing. I was literally stopped from even starting to promote that event. I also had a lot of work on in my business and I had plans to go into state to help my sister-in-law move into her new home. So all of those were, of course, thrown out the window when this accident happened. But I am really glad I had this, even this awareness of, of the, the fact that I had a choice and I could have a choice in the moment because I could really have berated myself and told myself I was an idiot for allowing something like this to happen or I had this other choice. I could have gone down this other pathway, which I'm glad I did, where I could really step into the frequency of fully accepting what had happened and allowing what was. So, you know, as I said earlier, I've spoken about the, these ideas a lot on the podcast. And so this was a chance for me to really walk my talk over the last few weeks. And while I have had a few difficult moments, I wouldn't say, I'm not saying to you, it's all been plain sailing. My approach of allowing and accepting overall has definitely worked because I can see how me accepting what's happened rather than fighting against it and getting angry has really helped my recovery. And I'm getting feedback from my medical team about that. So my physiotherapist, my surgeon, and my hand therapist, yes, I've had to have three people looking after me because of the difference in the injuries, have all said they can't believe how quickly I've recovered. And I really do believe a big part of this has been my choice to be positive and to focus on accepting what's happening rather than fighting against it every step of the way. If I'd been really angry and annoyed and upset, <clears throat> I'm sure it would have slowed things down and it would have really taken really valuable energy that I had and it would have focused it away from the healing. And I have to say in the first couple of weeks and particularly in the hospital, I was really sick and I didn't have a lot of energy for anything. And so I needed to, what energy I did have, I needed to really focus it and really bring it into my healing, you know, to, into my healing and recovery. And I'm, I'm sure because I just chose to accept rather than fight against it, I'm sure it's had a huge, made a huge difference to my healing. The third lesson for, in all of this for me has also been patience and Patience for me has been a lifelong journey and I've often had situations that have popped up to give me a gentle reminder. But in this case, it was a not so gentle, gentle reminder. It's a bit like being, a bit like being hit over the head by a piece of four by two to remind me to be patient. Because in this situation, patience was vital because when I was in the hospital, I was really very sick and there was literally nothing I could do to get away. I couldn't walk. And they wouldn't let me out of bed for three days until my pelvis is stabilized. And I couldn't even move other than use my right arm. So I was, I was, I was really, you know, pretty felt, you know, a couple of times I felt pretty trapped. And, and I realized though, that if I gave into that feeling of feeling trapped or frustrated or angry or resistant about what was going on, it was only going to make things a lot worse. So I had to really consciously step into that space of patience and I'm so glad I did because I really felt that it, I really feel it's helped make my healing journey a lot easier. I've actually probably even surprised myself with my level of patience. I've just, something's definitely happened for me in this space where I, I've, I've just been patient and I still haven't been allowed to drive. Um, 
I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not allowed to drive probably for the first six or seven weeks. I see my surgeon on Tuesday. So I have not even been able to drive myself anywhere. I've had to ask for help and, you know, wait till someone's available. And, but I've been patient with that. So I, I feel like I probably have perhaps hopefully learnt my lesson around patience. Who knows? One of the other beautiful lessons I, I have learned again in this experience has been about gratitude. Now, again, I've spoken a lot about gratitude on this podcast, and I'll put a link to my previous episode on, on gratitude. But I have to say it has been really top of mind for me during this whole experience. And that's for a couple of reasons. The first thing is, is that could have, it could have really have been so much worse. I could have really, if something as simple as me taking out the bin could have caused this level of injury... It could have been a lot worse. And a beautiful friend of mine, Karen, from the US, pointed this out to me really clearly one night when I was in the hospital. We were, we were on a bit of a late night call. I couldn't sleep and it was a good time of day for her to talk. And she said, she said, oh my gosh, she said, I'm so glad that nothing worse had happened. She said, I'm so grateful because she said you could have done so much more damage. You could have hit your head or injured your back. And, and it's very true. So I'm actually seeing myself as lucky that only this happened as opposed to other things. And I have to say that thought of me being lucky has really carried me through. And, you know, it could have been so much worse. So I, I see myself as a very lucky person. And the other reason that, of course, that I'm very grateful is that I'm so incredibly grateful for the love and support from my family, my friends, and from people far and wide the outpouring of love towards me has been amazing. Like my friend Kim, who came daily to the hospital to see me for the first four or five days. And then my nephew and his partner, who traveled all the way from Melbourne to stay with us for two weeks to help look after me at home. Because even though they let me out of the hospital because I could walk, when I got home, I couldn't walk very far. I could not even get myself a drink of water, let alone a meal, and I couldn't shower myself. So I really needed help with all of those basic things. And um, my nephew and his partner being with us really helped because it helped lessen the load on my husband. And, and we actually ended up having a really beautiful um, family time together. So I'm just so grateful for the support and love of my family and my friends. And it really was a demonstration of how supported I am. And I feel really grateful for that lesson because Previously in my life, I probably have questioned whether I've, I've had support. Of course, I've always had support, but I wasn't seeing it. So I'm grateful that I could really see it and, and feel it in this instance. Another incredible lesson in all of this for me has been to learn to truly receive. So receiving is something I probably haven't been very good at in my life. I've been really good at helping people and, and, and with my time and, and with, with the things that I do for them. But the idea of me receiving, the idea of me being on the other end of that has been a pretty interesting journey. I would say to you, I haven't been a very good receiver. So for the last six weeks, I've had to sit very squarely in the receiving seat as I said earlier, when you can't wash yourself, when you can't even go to the toilet on your own, sorry if that's too much information, but for a little while I couldn't, or if you can't get a glass of water for yourself, you have to practice receiving. And now a few weeks into my recovery, I'm pretty much self-sufficient. And I can really see now how receiving all of that support in the last six weeks has taught me how to be a better receiver, how to openly receive without feeling I have to do something in return because I physically couldn't. So this has really taught me an incredibly valuable lesson about the idea of 
what relationships are all about and this idea of are we when we're in a relationship with someone are we, is it a transactional relationship or is it a supportive relationship and for me this really highlighted to me the fact that you know that we can live in a supportive relationship with others so this is where we might be supported regardless of what we do for a particular person who might be helping us because we will then at some point help someone else and that there's just a beautiful energetic you know movement of support around our community and in our families and so on when we do this so for me this has been a really beautiful experience and it's also been an incredible analogy for me for the idea of living in a very supportive and abundant universe so if you're into the law of attraction and if you think about the idea of abundance and thinking things coming to you and feeling feeling supported this is a really important idea to take on board, the fact that we are fully supported and that when we take right action in our lives, which means we, we try to do the right thing by people, we will receive support from wherever we need it. And it may not come from a particular person that we, we might have done something else for, but that support will come. And, and I just really wanted to, I guess, leave this idea with you that there is this abundance of support available to us if we are open to it. And... Um, you know, that opens up a whole other sort of question around worthiness and how we feel about truly receiving. And that's not something that I won't go into that in a big level of detail today, other than to say, you know, have a look at how you're receiving in your life. Are you receiving um, or are you always doing for other people? Is there an opportunity for you to sort of sit in that receiving seat? And are you comfortable to do that? Because I would say to you, probably before this accident, I wasn't as comfortable. Now I'm more comfortable to receive, knowing that when I'm well and when I'm physically able again, which I'm getting to that, that place now, then I can do that for other people. So I just wanted to share that idea with you and, and just let you know that I have just learned so much in that space. And um, I've really seen how I've had some growth through that. And then the final lesson I wanted to share with you today is taking action despite our fear. And for any of you who might be experiencing, you know, anxiety or self-doubt or self-criticism, this to me is a really big one. And it's something where I learned a lot. And I actually have learned so much that I want to talk more about it in the next episode. But for now, I just want to share with you that this big was a big lesson for me, stepping forward and taking action despite my fear. So this really came home for me and it's still coming home for me every day but it came home for me when it came time for me to really walk again on my left leg because at that point when I got out of the hospital bed for the first time I hadn't stood in four days I knew I had a pelvis that was broken in two places I knew it was going to be painful and in fact I didn't realize how painful it was going to be until I put my my weight on my leg but if I wanted to recover I had to take that step forward despite the pain I was feeling. I had to work with the physio and I needed to start taking steps forward because my physio was really clear with me. He said, you know, you've got to get mobile and to do that, you have to put weight on your leg. And you, they obviously had special equipment that I used in the hospital, but I needed to actually take that step forward regardless of the pain that I was going to experience. And if you've ever experienced an injury like this, you know your mind will do anything it can to protect itself from the pain. It's a very natural, very subconscious response that our brain just clicks into. It just says, nope, I don't want to go there. But we can't protect ourselves. We can't, you know, we can't we should swaddle ourselves if we want to move, if I wanted to move forward to walk again. And so 
I had to take this step forward and I needed to start to be be confident in those steps forward if I wanted to walk again and get back to yoga, which is really one of is one of my big goals after this accident because I certainly haven't been doing any yoga for the last few weeks, let me tell you. So the lesson for me here really was that I literally had to move forward despite the pain that I was take, receiving, experiencing on every step and despite my fear, my mind's fear of the pain. And I'm still in this process now with my elbow because my my pelvis is, is, is doing really, really well, but my elbow, I, I have um, very limited range in terms of extending my elbow out. Or I can extend my elbow out, but I'm very limited in my range in terms of bringing my, my um, hand, my, my elbow working so I can bring my hand to my shoulder. So as of today, I've been to my hand therapist today and um, I've got 125 degrees worth of range. But for me to get to where I need to go, I need to get to 140. And this last 15 degrees, you know, it's I'm going to, have to do a lot of exercises. I've been doing a lot of exercises over the last few weeks and I'm going to have to do a lot of exercises every day that cause a moderate amount of pain in my elbow because that's the only way I'm going to get to full use my full use of my elbow back and that I'm going to get back to yoga. So you know, this has been a huge lesson in terms of I've got to move forward despite the pain I'm feeling. And I have to say, I just see such an analogy for, for me in my life in terms of perhaps areas where I've been fearful to move forward in my business or in relationships. Sometimes we've just got to take a step forward, even if it feels really uncomfortable and really difficult. And, um, you know, I wonder how this is for you, if there's any areas of your life where you know that you need to take a step forward, but potentially, you know, you're not taking that step for fear of the pain or potential fear of the pain. It might not actually be a real thing that you that might happen, but you're afraid of that. So I just do want to tell you that there is benefit in moving forward. And I do want to talk a lot more about this in the next episode of the podcast. So I'll leave it at that. These are just a few of the lessons I've learned in the last six weeks. And I'm sure in 12 months time, there's going to be many more. But for now, I'm really grateful for what I've learned and where it has taken me so far. So as I said in my next episode, I'm going to share with you a lot more about my learnings around dealing with the fear of moving forward. I'm going to talk about anxiety because I did have my anxiety. My good old friend anxiety did pop up again in the situation and not surprising at some levels. It was a really big accident. But what was interesting was how I dealt with it and what I learned from it and the really the depth that I went, you know, the, the incredible learnings that I got from it. So this accident was a chance for me to really look at anxiety and my experience of anxiety in a new light so that I could understand it and really come to deal with it in a much more compassionate and loving way. And I thought I'd been pretty compassionate and loving previously, but I've gone next level on that. So that's what I want to talk about next time, but I just wanted to share this with you and I hope that you're really, really well and I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Please, um, if you enjoyed this enjoyed this episode, please make a comment. Please come to the blog on my website, which is www.yourfreedomunlimited.com. You'll find this episode there. Please make a comment. I'd love to hear your views on how this landed with you. Did any of these lessons resonate with you? Have you had any experiences in this space that you'd like to share with me? I'd love to hear your comments and um, and I'd love to weave them into my, you know, into the next episode. I'd love to hear what you've got to say. So also please feel free to email me at hello at jenramsey.com if you've got any stories you'd like to share or anything you'd like me to cover in the podcast or delve into in more detail. I'd love to hear from you on that. So until next time, take great care and sending lots of love to you and I'm looking forward to talking to you soon. 
Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.